we told you that Roxodus Music Festival, done. Not happening. You know about that already. And then we uh, had Alan Cross on with us on the program earlier this um, in the week. It's only three days in, really. But in the summer, doesn't don't the days seem so long in the summer? It feels like a week lasts for much longer than the five days, at least at work. It's just so long. Um, Evan Bright, which are the uh, no, Event Bright, not Evan Bright. Event Bright is the group that are going to be giving you money. They'll be reaching out to you to give you refunds on your Roxodus tickets. That's not the only festival that was canceled. There's one closer to home here because that was out near Stainer. This one is the city of Vaughan. And Monday, we learned that the Journey Cannabis and Music Festival had been canceled. Now, this festival was supposed to happen at Boyd Conservation Park in Vaughan from August 23rd to 25th. And to find out a little bit about the festival and why it actually had to be canceled, we've reached out to the CEO, as in Chief Experience Officer of the Journey Festival. We're joined now by Murray Milthorpe. I love the name you picked for yourself, Murray. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. So we uh, we appreciate being on air today. Well, tell us a little bit about, I understand that it's been canceled. Before we get into the ins and outs of why your festival isn't happening, tell us what your festival, the Journey Cannabis and Music Festival, was supposed to be all about. Well, it really, it was about uh, uh, providing and, and leading the industry with Canada's first cannabis and music festival. And it was quite a, a unique proposition in that by night, it was a music, fun, entertaining. We light up uh, Boy Conservation Area, the Humber River, the trees, and it's magical in terms of entertainment. And by day, it's about educational information. We really wanted to, um, you know, eliminate the stigma around cannabis, provoke thought leadership, and help educate consumers on this new category uh, from both a, a medicinal and a recreational standpoint. So there was a lot of magic and a lot of work in behind it over the past nine months. Was this going to be uh, a 19-plus event? And so it was an age-gated 19-plus, which really provided a, a, a tremendous opportunity for the LPs to connect with the consumers, so the licensed producers, the growers of the cannabis, to share their stories, share their brands, and help understand what the specific consumer's issues were, and to help navigate the consumer through that journey of finding out what the right strain for, white, for the strain for the pain or strain for the gain in terms of the recreational platform as well. So there was a huge emphasis for us, which really clearly differentiated us. We created a, a brand within it called We Talks, which is We Educate, and it was a speaker series where we are having global influencers and leaders within the industry underneath five key stages that were set up through the day to provide a speaker series so people could come in that, hey, I'm having trouble sleeping and I'm looking at that, or I have anxiety, or, you know, depending upon their needs and requirements, have uh, a whole array of keynote speakers talking about the specific concerns that the consumers have. So the, the primary goal was to educate people on what is now legalized for not only medicinal use, but recreational use. You had a, we've all heard of BYOB at parties, yeah. you had a BYOC yeah. um, component to this, bring your own cannabis. Is that where things kind of went south between you and city council? 
not at all. Uh, they were really supportive. We had met over the nine-month period with the TRCA, which uh, runs the Boyd Conservation Area, and through meetings with the leadership team, had really clearly defined what our brand idea was. And it, uh, what then, uh, in the beginning of April, we actually held a cross-functional meeting with key stakeholders within um, the city of Vaughan, so police, fire, uh, the emergency, uh, health and uh, safety, alcohol and gaming, to ensure that we align in with all of the criteria outlined. So we weren't selling, and that was the big mandate for Vaughan. They didn't opt in when cannabis became legal mm-hmm. to enable retailers to be there. So for us, it was great because we weren't selling. This was an information platform. So when we met with the leadership team, there was no concern, no reservations whatsoever. They loved our values and principles as a company. They loved our experience in terms of our background within this industry and that we were coming together to uh, create a best-in-class festival. What was your, What is your background, if I can just ask? You, you seem like a very uh, well-spoken individual. So I'm a brand guy. I create brands and uh, been in big industry and been as a entrepreneur over the past uh, 15 years. And for us, I had been in the, the festival industry in the past, indirectly working on a project with Shoppers Drug Mart called Life Fest. And we created a highly successful festival for women and taking that knowledge and, and that insight, coming together with a few other partners who had extensive background managing Rib Fest and electric elements. How can we create a brand that is very different and unique within this uh, festival industry to really uh, take the opportunity to create something that was educational, informational, and and provide consumers a forum where in a majestic setting like Boyd Conservation Area to host a major event. And that was in nine months. We launched it, um, you know, in... Uh, with the press release, um, through all the due diligence, and were, much to our surprise, um, came back with uh, indirectly finding out through our TRCA partners that the the, uh, city of Vaughan had enacted a uh, new bylaw to eliminate uh, recreational smoking in any public space. It really restricted obviously, um, our whole brand. Was this implemented, this bylaw? Because that forced you to cancel. It's not about ticket sales. It forced you to cancel the Journey Cannabis and Music Festival because people were going to bring their own cannabis and smoke on public property. Did this bylaw um, force you to cancel? And when was that imposed? Because you said you've been going on for nine months talking to city council. So we never were told uh, uh, officially. Um, We found out through the media and, and through our partners at the TRCA that they had evoked this bylaw. And it was really a kick in the teeth. We came in with a very open, honest approach, building a true partnership. This was a long-term proposition that we were coming forward with. This isn't what a one-day wonder. We had invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to create a festival that was very distinct and unique that we could actually roll out regionally across the country. Mm. So for us, finding out indirectly, it was literally a kick in the face, and it forced our cancellation of uh, of the festival. We tried to try to find other venues, but, you know, when you start a festival, you start with the location and the venue first, and then you work out from there. Well, and we've heard how problematic finding a venue can be after the Roxodus Festival was cancelled. Although there's question marks on, was it cancelled because of the venue, or was it cancelled because of 
you know, sagging ticket sales. How many tickets had you sold to the uh, Journey um, Cannabis and Music Festival? So we had a tremendous response on ticket sales across the country. Thousands of tickets were sold. We had all of the LPs coming in. They What's an LT? An LP is the licensed producer. Okay, LP. Manufacturers and retailers because they believed in the concept and the idea that what we had created provided them with a great avenue to connect with consumers. We um, also were, you know, we had aligned in with Drug-Free Kids Canada as well as part of our Weed Talk platform to help parents educate them in how they communicate to their consumers. We had a campaign put forth that it was going to be understanding the, the health benefits about legal versus illegal. So there was a lot of educational components that we put forth to really create a, a compelling uh, festival for for people who wanting to come to have fun at night and by day get some education. Uh, How important do you think it is that we launch a major education campaign surrounding uh, recreational and medicinal use of marijuana now that it's legalized? Well, I think it's critical, you know, especially given the restrictions that are currently out there for the uh, cannabis companies. They can't evoke any sort of positive or negative emotion. They have real restrictions of what they can and can't say. So that negates any sort of advertising campaign to help build up the awareness, the brand proposition, and the idea of what that brand might do for me. So, um, you know, if you ask consumers now, they probably couldn't tell you five cannabis companies that are producing, nor could they tell you what the brands are within it. So this type of venue in a 19-plus um, festival represented a huge opportunity for people to really get understanding and insights uh, in behind uh, this new industry that's come forward uh, to help with their current situations. So the bylaw is that you cannot uh, recreationally consume cannabis in a public space. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. What you need is you can have a you can smoke medicinal or consume medicinal, but you need to have your prescription with you. And if you think about it, that is a very very difficult bylaw to enforce unless you have an enforcement officer if we were going to do our festival in every corner you know to manage that execution you know it's very difficult to even you know enforce however that just put a huge roadblock we want to partner with the city that wants Mm. to be with us and it it is a true partnership that we grow together this is a long-term investment for us and the economic development for the city of Vaughan was huge we are going to have you know our goal was up to a hundred thousand people were going to attend that festival and it really provided a great opportunity to put in and reinforce the the Boyd Conservation uh, group on the map they were fantastic to deal with and as much of a surprise it was to us. It was a surprise to them that this bylaw um, existed uh, was, yeah. uh, was enforced. And can it be? Inf- it was a private event. It was a private event, and you know that part and part. We were doing everything in our power to actually align in to make sure that we didn't raise any flags, and that's sure. why we were moving forward well in advance. A, a permit from the city is not issued until two weeks prior to an event. What we wanted to do is to make sure we start going through that process now. We work with the respective groups and the leadership team with each one of the, the departments so that we do align in. There is no surprises. Sure. We create something that is just magical and everybody is happy. So it's a win-win. There are people um, that say that Vaughn is on the wrong side of history after forcing the cancellation of this cannabis festival. Do you think this is only going to help uh, the stigma uh, surrounding marijuana to exist longer? 
and I guess for us, and, and that's a great comment, and that it, what it does tell us is that there is still a huge stigma with cannabis. And, you know, it, of course, it, you know, I like to think I'm open minded. I just want to give you a little antidote if I could right now. Uh, I, I like to think I'm open minded. My listeners know that my dog was skunked the other day. I actually was at the farmer's market talking to someone the other day and I said, no, I haven't been smoking weed. I said it sheepishly. And I looked around and said out loud to people passing. No, I really haven't been smoking weed. I went, and it's legal. Uh, it is unbelievable. I have a neighbor on my street where I found a little, you know, he's 20, smoking down the street. And I said, why are you hiding at the right. side of your house? You're allowed to smoke. It's okay. I was doing an interview downtown the other day, and you can smell the smoke going right by us as we're actually talking about the subject. So it, uh, it is a huge opportunity to put forth. It's unfortunate that the bureaucrats and the systems today potentially are, are – um, their position is, I don't want change. I'm happy with the way things are today, and I don't want to negatively impact my position within the community. So I'm going to err on the conservative side and block it, which makes no sense whatsoever, because federally it's legal. And the goal of your whole, it seems to me, the goal of your Journey Cannabis and Music Festival was responsibility surrounding using cannabis. And, and that's... Uh, and education. Yeah, and that's exactly right. We're about uh, disrupt uh, that stigma, provoke the leadership and education. And, you know, that whole interesting part is, in our notion, it's about your voice, your way, every day. I like that. That's catchy. You should go into branding. <laughs> Will you try it again next year, or what's next? Where do you go? Oh, we're aggressively going forward now and looking and working with different partners uh, for 2020. We're looking at rolling this out regionally as well. Um, so we're not stopping. Our journey has just begun. And, and one of the brands within this, as we talked about, is Weed Talks. And uh, what we have really cracked the nut in being able to provide a mechanism where we can connect the, uh, the growers with the consumers in a format that will be educational, informational, entertaining. And, uh, you know, we're rolling that out over the next uh, month or two as well. So we're, we're deeply entrenched in this. We're passionate about what we have done. We've made a huge investment. And we, uh, you know, we want to realize the benefit of that as well as, uh, you know, w- we're extremely excited to get kicked in the face like this just after giving birth to the brand was just a huge disappointment and a downer within our organization. But we're optimistic that we will identify a partner and, and create a festival that's here long term. Marie, will you uh, give us a call back? We'll put you on the pot report when you get these weed talks up and running online and uh, we'll, we'll feature them. I love it. I think that's fantastic. I really appreciate it. Perfect. Uh, Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure meeting you, Marie. Have a magical day. Cheers. Murray Milthorpe. He is the chief experience officer of the now defunct, for now, the Journey Cannabis and Music Festival.